back to the Silent Plus podcast. My name is Josh Wofford. To my right, you can't see, but to my right is Pastor John Nicholson. Hello all, glad you're back with us. And directly across from me is Miss Casey Dunaway, the newest Solemn staff member. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she is here with us today. So grateful for her coming into the office and helping us. She's already been making some impacts. Making a huge difference already. I'm so grateful for Casey Dunaway being with us. She's going to be serving as our financial secretary uh, in the days and weeks and months and years and decades ahead. And so uh, we're, we're really grateful for that. Tell us a little bit about you and uh, your husband and new fan family, a new one. Um, married to Chad. We've been married for almost seven years, and we have a six-month-old miracle baby little girl. That's right. She's beautiful. This poor little China doll, and just happy, 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 happy girl. M- most of the time. <laughs> of course. Every time I see her, she's happy. Right. And, unless I look at her with a weird face, and she uh, <laughs> she lets me know I don't like that. So. Uh, we, we had some pre-conversation. As we usually do. As we usually do, but I, I felt like today's was particularly rich, Casey came to us with uh, a question that I thought was really good. So, Casey, uh, for the viewers at home, listeners at home, uh, let's let's re-talk about that question that we had at the beginning. Uh, so, so what was your question, Casey? Actually, it was Chad's question. Well, it was Chad's question. I wasn't going to throw him under the bus. Oh, no, we got to drag him right in here. <laughs> or not. That's yeah, it. he's going to not be happy about that later. <laughs> but um, the what is the difference between the fruits of the Spirit and spiritual disciplines? Which I thought... It's a good question. Absolutely. I think it's a good thing for us to, to kind of uh, delineate. There's a word I'm looking for that just left me. But anyway, to, to fish it out a little bit because they are two different things. The spiritual gifts are something they're God-given. We've got those, hopefully in increasing measure. They're going to be something that as we grow in Him, those are just the natural things that come out of us. The spiritual disciplines, I think, this is kind of where our conversation uh, spiritual disciplines are those things that we're doing to increase our capacity uh, for loving God, to, to know Him better, to, to have a, uh, a stronger sense of, uh, of His work and His presence in our lives. Yeah. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are characteristics or virtues. or how it's, it's the way we live our life. It's this overflow of what the Spirit's doing inside of us. The fruit of the Spirit grows almost passively as we actively work out our salvation with fear and trample. That's, that's a good word. I like the, that. The, the, the Spirit himself is the one who grows that in us as we go about keeping in step with the Spirit, like what it says in Galatians 5 as well. And, and I so, think to frame it in the context of the conversation surrounding spiritual disciplines is that as we are engaging with prayer and Bible study and fasting, which mm-hmm. we'll get to here in a moment, as we engage in those disciplines, the fruit of the Spirit, and it is singular, it's one fruit with lots of flavors, becomes more evident in our life. I'm going to become a more joyful person. I'm going to become a kinder person. Right. I'm going to become a person that has greater self-control because I am putting in that the, the discipline side of that that develops that capacity. What do you think, Casey? Uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah, well, all of us are. Yeah. Us but, are. I mean, that makes more sense. As you develop your spiritual disciplines and you want to grow cl- closer to Christ, you see that you're growing closer to Him, mm-hmm. but you also you're able to see your, the fruits of the Spirit coming out more mm-hmm. in those things, and others can see it as well. Yeah. In my opinion, right? Yeah, I think that's good. 
Well, Absolutely. The, the main topic for discussion today is fasting. I'm just going to check out right here. I don't want to. <laughs> My flesh just doesn't even want to talk about this part of it. I just got to tell you. <laughs> you just passed the whole buck to me for I did, preaching brother. it and everything. Gladly did so. And I, I, just, I, don't know, I don't know how to feel about that, John. I don't know how to feel about that at all. But uh, certainly not because I have fasting down or anything. Uh, because I think you have it down just as much as I do. Oh, uh, I don't know. You're you're miles ahead of me practice-wise and, and putting it into practice, and uh, that was one of the chief reasons I deferred to you because you had some of that. You'd already been developing that discipline, um, you know, in, into your life, and so I'm grateful for your leadership there and, and how it's already reflecting in the lives of some of the young people and, and others uh, that you've had some impact with. That's been one of the most fun things about it is watching some of these some of the students engage in this and uh, I won't call names or anything but one of them is getting up at five o'clock every Wednesday going out to read and pray and, and begin his fasting that way oh wow uh, he he has a tree that he goes unless it's raining he goes out and sits under a tree prays and, and reads for an hour that's, that's cool. how he kicks off his Wednesday then he continues fasting throughout the day and then get to feast that night. And so that was kind of the point that I was trying to make toward the end. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, John said that the audio cut out on the end of the live feed. Uh, I have to go back and double check that. But uh, so I don't know if you heard, but I was calling us to let's feast and fast together on on Wednesdays. I like it. Um, And, you know, I can talk more about the Didache that prescribe that for for Christians to fast on Wednesdays and Fridays but we, we can get to that later but we'll start with Wednesdays <laughs> yeah uh, so so here's here's one of the questions that uh, has kind of come up and Casey brought this up and uh, have had some con- continuing discussions with others is should we only fast from food is that the only fast that we can do no, I, I would think not. Come on, Casey, chime in. I mean, You've I got know. a story that we need to hear. From yeah, you. let's get your perspective on this, Casey. For my sake, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I've had a past with eating disorders. So when it comes to fasting food, for me, that's not the best option. Right. Even though I feel like fasting food is really good for everybody because that is what you one thing that you need to survive. And if you fast food, then you have to rely on God. Yeah. But for people like me that have struggled with eating disorders in the past, I don't see how or why you would only have to fast food, especially if there's other things in your life that seem to get in the way of your relationship with Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you pointed out Sunday, social media, TV... I think you even said sex and marriage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you people would remember yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt, man. That's right. <laughs> so... Uh, but even like spending money, yeah, that's another. I've actually thought about that's probably where I need to start fasting. Interesting. Yeah. Cause well, some people have like shopping addictions. Mm-hmm. Now, I I don't personally know anybody with that, but I know that's a thing. And so, you get this high off of getting something new, or you know, it may be clothes, it may be, yeah. I I don't know, it may just be a whole myriad of things, but. Yeah, getting very very strict on a on a budget and and only I guess buying I could fall what you into need. the shopping addict um, category. Maybe not extreme or anything, but to the point where it could potentially cause issues. Mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, the, the, the passage that's come to mind is Paul talking to the Corinthians. You know, he says, all things are lawful, but not everything is you know beneficial. Yeah. And then he goes on and he says, I think it's in chapter 5 or chapter 6 of 1 Corinthians. I can't remember right now. But um, he says, I'll not be enslaved by anything. You know, yeah. what, what's controlling my life? Josh is had the audacity to challenge me on my coffee drinking and uh, you know uh, I don't know if only because you told me that you could not fast from coffee <laughs> I could but do I want to you know, and, you know but that that would be one of those things uh, because it is it's a habit of mine I mean it's part of my morning ritual you know me and God and my cup of coffee we all we sit down together every you know every morning that's just part of what I do yeah and and it would be a it would be a, a jarring thing for me not to have that cup of coffee. I could have a glass of tea, I suppose, or you know, hot tea or something like that. Um, but it is something that I enjoy. But the question arises: Is it controlling me, or am I controlling it? I don't. Quoting have... Josh from Sunday: okay. If you say something that you can't fast, perhaps that's what you need to fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've had that discussion with a couple of people <laughs> as well. Uh, and and one of my thoughts: so this is this is just for food, okay? So uh, because I think a lot of people, particularly in today's age, understand why fasting from social media would be good because we spend a lot of time on it. Sure, mm-hmm. but. We don't necessarily spend a whole lot of time eating. Right. And so what I'm not saying is whatever you spend the most time on, that's what you need to fast from. That's not necessarily, you know, a a blanket principle that we can say. But what fasting from food does for those who aren't convinced that fasting from food is something that, that they should do, and not saying there's there's particular instances, Casey, that like what you talked about, but somebody who's never fasted from food a day in their life and just don't does not seem to see the uh, the benefits of it is when you feel that physical hunger, you go back to that Psalm 63 that we read on Sunday, and you just remind yourself, do I long for God like I long for a donut right, right now? <laughs> That's big. Does my soul yearn? For God, yeah. What fasting from food does for me, and this is just personally, for me, it helps me equate my physical hunger with my spiritual hunger, and it helps me to align my spiritual hunger with my physical hunger in those moments. Gotcha. And so when we come together, like I mentioned, we get together and pray at lunchtime on on Wednesdays. You can hear bellies grumbling, <laughs> like you can you can actually hear that during the prayer time. But we're praying as our bellies are grumbling or, or rumbling, or however you want to say it. And right. it's just it's just a special moment when you can say, "Oh Lord, help me to yearn for you, just like I yearn for a piece of bread right now." Yeah. And I think that taps into this whole issue around fasting is that it's it's directing our desires, it, and it's tapping that energy of our desires, whether it's shopping. Or coffee, or whatever you know, whatever that or social media, because that's a dopamine-driven thing in our oh, lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, tapping that desire and 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 training it, disciplining it, to focus on our walk with God. Uh, that's I think that's where we're coming into play with this. And so, if we're thinking about the social media route, yes, the time is an issue. Sure. But also, it's a it's an affirmation issue. Like I need to post something on mm-hmm. social media so I can get the likes, 
or comments or whatever it is. I need somebody to tell me this about this particular thing or or what or whatnot. And so when you're fasting from social media, it's the alignment that needs to happen is God help me to seek my affirmation from you. Yeah. Help me to seek my identity in you. Help me to not care about the praises of men, but the praises that that only come from you. And so one of mine that that I've had to do is fasting simply from music in the car. And I think I mentioned that very briefly on on Sundays when was the last time you rode down the road and and just spent that time with God instead of turning on the radio. And that's that's something for me because I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to music. I, I love doing all that while I drive or just have some downtime. And there's particular times in my life where I just have to cut that out and say, <laughs> because life gets so busy sometimes, right. and the car may be the only time you have a chance to really just sit down during the day. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes a, a, a great time for you and the Lord just to sit, chat, just fellowship and and just kind of think through things in our life and stuff like that. And a lot of us are, are scared of that silence because we're used to, like I said on Sunday, keeping God kind of at arm's length. But when he comes and is right there with us, uh, things pop up. Yeah. And it's ultimately for our good, but it's kind of painful Sometimes. in the process. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever fasted? Casey. I have. Um, when I was in youth group at the church I grew up in, we had what we called a, a hobo night. That may not be a very good term for it, but that's what we called it. Yeah, the PC police are going to come after you now. <laughs> <laughs> now. We literally, we started off at church and we fasted for 36 hours. Mm-hmm. And after that, we were homeless, quote unquote, but um, we traveled to our youth leader's house by foot. And on the way, we had to find our own food. And then when we got there, we slept outside. So we had to cook whatever we found. I mean, it wasn't too was extreme. Was it a squirrel? Did you get a squirrel no, or a robot kill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They hid, like, cans of food for us along the way. So okay. it wasn't, like, you know, digging through the garbage. Well, okay. I mean, we, dig, we dug through the garbage to get the cans of food. But then we had to figure out how to cook it. But before that, we fasted for 36 hours. I didn't truly understand what fasting was. We were just kind of told where we were going to do it. So I feel like you made it very clear Sunday the purpose behind fasting. Um, But that's really about the only time I've done it within a church-type setting. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of my health issues have challenged me to try to figure out, when it comes to food, what's best for me. So I tried intermittent intermittent fasting. And no. Hmm. Um, I'm so glad that you brought that up because this this came out of a conversation we had yesterday uh, before we sat down today. And I I was just so grateful for that insight because, you know, a lot of times we don't stop to think about the different forms that this might should take. Right. Um, I think we've made the statement along the way that spiritual disciplines are not one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a matter of how do we take this this practice and begin to shape it for for our life? Right. Um, you know, this isn't about you know getting gold star on the on whatever the chart. It's, again, it's about shaping our. I think shaping our desires is a is a yeah. is a fair way of, of getting that, and whatever they are, mm-hmm. uh, how do we shape them so we can be more responsive to God's work in our lives uh, at that point? 
we think about Bible reading and prayer, like you'll probably do that at a different time of the day than I'll be able to sure. do it. And same with Casey. Mm-hmm. Like with little kids, it's kind of tough to first thing in the morning just wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and be like, all right, God, let's do this. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's like two in the morning. It's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not happening. Uh, and so for me, it's after the boys go to bed right. at night. That's that's when I can have some time because they're going to be waking up throughout the night and I'm not going to want to get up until they actually get up in the morning because I'm going to be trying to get as much sleep. So timing uh, and even how we do that, if we're uh, doing that over a, a, a cup of coffee or if I'm having my Pop-Tart with me or go. something like that. So, I mean, there's, there's just... Anybody can do it the way they do it. It's what what we're wanting to do is show the importance of one, just doing it, yeah. just just reading your Bible, praying, fasting, however that looks like. But then two, doing it with other people. Yeah, that we're not in this whole Christian walk alone. We have other people uh, walking beside us. Right. So here's the question for you, John. All right. How do we do these disciplines in secret? As Jesus talked about in Matthew 6. I think, and this again kind of goes back to some of the conversation we had previous to sitting down here, is that I I take that um, instruction from Jesus. uh, I I read that as don't put a, don't don't go out and rent a billboard that says, hey, I'm fasting today. You know, this is not, it's not about it's completely nobody else in my sphere of influence should know about this. It's, and again, it goes back to purpose. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, and I, I, there are people out there that you know would, you know, oh, woe is me and look at me and that sort of thing. And that's defeated your purpose already. Yeah. Um, you know, but to do it in concert with others, it's not. And again, I think we got to get down to that that intent. What's what's the intent? And in community, if it's our collective intent to increase our uh, capacity to love God, then yeah, let's let's share that journey together. So yeah. I, what do you think? I think it's a good thing that you clarified that um, because of the passage of, you know, don't boast about sure. anything that you do in public, but do it in private, especially with those that have struggled or are struggling with eating disorders right. when it comes to fasting. They may want to fast food because they may feel like that is a stronghold that they need mm-hmm. to over- overcome. But Personally, I think that they need to have some sort of accountability with somebody they trust who can check in on them and make sure they're okay. Right. Make sure that they're not falling back into that that issue that they've had. Um, they're not reverting back to that eating disorder where they're not eating or they're binge eating once they fasted, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, but for health reasons, plus like personal issues that may be going on, they need to have that accountability. Absolutely right. Um, but like we're told our bodies are to be a temple. Mm. And as far as that, if you have an eating disorder, your body can still be a temple by looking for help to overcome an eating disorder. Yeah. Just because you're binge eating or you're bulimic or anorexic or whatever, if you're looking for the help, you're working on overcoming that stronghold that you have, your body can still be a temple because of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so good. That's good. Yeah. And that's one of the things that kind of beat around the bush with, but not really addressed directly, is 
Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6 when he says, you know, don't don't let anybody know you're doing this. And we're saying, hey, let's all do this together, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so just we want to make clear we're not telling you to do the exact opposite of what Jesus has just told you not to do. Like, uh, we really feel like we're in the spirit of yes. what Jesus is talking about there. Spirit of law versus letter of law here. And I, and I do. I really feel like what Jesus is, is addressing, because, you know, he goes on and gives the example of the Pharisee going to go out and stand on the street corner and pray so that everybody can see him. That's the reason he's doing it, so he can be seen praying. If that's what I'm doing, if I'm doing it so that I appear to be spiritual to other people, uh, I've gotten all my reward, Jesus says there in Matthew 6. Yes. But if I'm doing this in a, in a private way, if I, and I can do that in a small group, I can do that even in a larger group, but in a way that it's not drawing attention to me, it's in a way that is helping me draw my attention to Christ. This, again, goes back to this this purpose of these spiritual disciplines. And again, I, Casey, I'm so grateful, one, for your transparency about where you've been with this, but also mm-hmm. just to, to bring up the fact that, you know, spiritual disciplines, we've got to shape these. We've got to, we've got to take these things and, and use them in ways that, that help us move forward in that walk with Christ. I, I, I've shared with Josh a quote from a guy named Leonard Sweet. Um, he says, what may, what may singe one soul may make another soul sing. And again, this isn't just this one-size-fits-all business. It's about how do, I, how do I take this and shape this, whether it's when am I going to read my Bible and when am I going to pray, or what do I need to fast from, or how do I need to approach this issue of fasting, and then to take that next step, how do we do this in community? in such a way that I'm not out here putting up my billboard with my face on it and saying, here I am, look at me, what a great Christian I am. No, no, no. You know, uh, it's about how do we grow in this walk together? How do we How do we all, as an individual, and I've made this statement a number of times on Sunday mornings through this series, individually, yes, I've got to be taking these steps. I've got to be doing these things, me. But then how do we translate this into the community? How do we do this together? And... Um, and, and finding some handles on that is really important. Having a dedicated time where we're all saying Wednesdays we're going to fast, whether it's from food or something, mm-hmm. I think that's a great start. That's a great place for us that we can, because we can kind of hang our hat on that and yeah. say this is a time where, yes, I'm going to be, maybe it's social media fasting, or I'm going to maybe not drink coffee Wednesday morning, <laughs> uh, you know, or, or whatever it is. And Josh grinning on that one. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but... I will also know that I'm not alone in that. Yeah. That there are others that are on that journey with me, and uh, and there may come opportunities to share some of the insights that come out of that together. Well, well there's just may- like a oh, sense of ahead. accountability. Yeah. Right. If that, you have that's somebody it. that's going to hold you accountable to reading your Bible or skipping that cup of coffee, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, just that, you Looks know, like maybe even that, for that <laughs> just that one room. person though that's holding you accountable, it makes you want to do that. And once you dive into Bible reading, for example, um, like me, Chad, and Debbie have what we call house church. Mm-hmm. We do that. We try to do it once a week, and we all hold each other accountable. So we start in um, maybe a topic or a book of the Bible, and we get ready for the next week. So we're in James right now, and you know, we do, like, I don't know, section a week usually, but it's up to us to study that and get ready for the next time we meet. But we all hold each other accountable. Have you read it this week? Hmm. And if not, you're not going to have a clue what we're going to talk about. Right, yeah. But then there's also, yes, we do this once a week, but have you read your Bible 
today, even though we're not meeting. Right. There's still that accountability outside of just that one day a week that we meet. Um, and I feel like that's developed through this small sense of community that we do have. Yeah, and I think that's such a key part of that is that it is in community, that it's not, oh, I caught you, you didn't read your Bible reading, and I'm going to, you know, I scored points where you didn't score points. No, it's, it's about, come on, let's, let's all get on this train together. Let's, let's, how do we help each other? You know, as uh, the writer of Hebrews says, let us spur one another on to love and good deeds. You know, this is, this is what this is about. Right. Uh, it's not about us one-upping each other, because it can become that, you know, mm-hmm. especially, you know, with us, and you know, American Western Christianity, you know, we, we have a competitive streak about us. And, um, you know, oh, you, you fasted 12 hours, I'll go, I'll go one more than that, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, just so that we can say, you know, beat our chest, look at me, look how spiritual I am. No, you know, are you, are you growing? Is the fruit of the Spirit becoming more evident in your life? If it's not, you miss the point. Exactly. All right, well, we're about at time. Any last comments? I guess I'll fast from coffee tomorrow. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. Is <laughs> Casey anything else? I don't think so. I'm so glad to have you on board with Certainly. this. Thanks giving us another female voice on the podcast. That's been good. But also just so grateful for your presence already uh, on staff with us. Looking forward to a great relationship in the days ahead. Me too. Well, thank you all for joining us on the Silent Plus podcast. Make sure you share and, right. and subscribe and, and comment and, and just uh, let us know what we can do. Uh, we were asking Casey before because she's been listening to this since the start. We'll, we'll gladly take uh, uh, different critiques and suggestions, uh, even topics that you would like to, sure. to talk about because we will be coming to the end of the Spiritual Disciplines fairly soon and I don't, I don't know where you're planning on going next John but well it's Advent season so that's Advent season yeah and so it may not always coincide with the sermons right. we may just do different topics and so we're looking for all that kind of stuff and we apologize for background noise we got neighbors next door that uh, bells ringing who knows what's coming up but that's all <laughs> yeah. just enjoy the ambiance of the podcast but anyways thank you so much for listening I hope to hear, hear see hear from you hear how about that you. Be with you next time. How about that? That's good. Thanks, all.